Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Red Men by Charles podcast. It is Monday, July 3rd, and yes, Liverpool over the weekend, of course, announced the arrival of Dominic Sobersly, but there is even more news in and around the Reds, because there always is, there always, always is, and that's why I'm here, to bring it for you in a nice little bite-sized package so you guys don't have to go scrolling through the internet or reading every single article. We'll do that for you and pick out the best stuff. We're going to be talking about FSG, we're going to be speaking about Stevie Gerrard and we're going to be talking about Romeo Lavia as well. So yeah, let's hit it off like I mentioned before about FSG speaking on his podcast, The Price of Football. Football finance expert Kieran Maguire. He's been on Redmen before. Absolute top fella is Kieran. He said um, he's been told about FSG willing to sell a minority stake in, from Liverpool and that uh, Liverpool are looking, sorry, FSG are looking for 10 to 15% of the club and are looking to get somewhere in the region four to Five hundred million pound for that sale. Now, bear in mind they bought Liverpool for about three hundred million quid or so back when they did so, um, saving us from disaster from Hicks and Gillette. They've done really, really well in terms of business profile to raise the the value of the club. And now, yeah, like like um, they've run their club in a pretty lean manner and a pretty successful manager manner, says Kieran. But yeah, there was talk, wasn't he, a few months ago now about a potential sale and all that kind of stuff. Um, but really, that, that that seems to have dried up. And like again, Kieran McGuire says, like most of the talk about sales in recent weeks has been more to do with Manchester United than it has to Liverpool. But he said that, like say. I'd, I'd trust Kieran on where he's getting his uh, information from. He's been told that FSG are looking to sell 10 to 15% of the club for somewhere in the range of 400 to 500 million pounds. Now, what they do with that money is, that, you know, do they invest it back into Liverpool? Do they keep it for themselves, for their portfolio? My guess is maybe a bit of both. I reckon they would put some of it back into the club. Um, so while Man United are going through this messy takeover stuff and it still rumbles on and on with the Glazers and Qatar and Jim Radcliffe, it feels as though that's kind of off the table now for Liverpool, but it looks like the um, the investment stuff is very much still alive. Whether Liverpool can find someone to, um, to stump up the cash, then we, we, I don't know. We'll find out. But... Um, I, I so to keep an eye on ten to fifteen. That's the that that basically tells you what they what they value in the club. Are. You know that's somewhere in the four billion pound. I mean, I just mega mega money. I just don't know. I don't think they'd ever get that. But like, it's it's a huge huge operation. What they've done to turn Liverpool into what what they've turned them into. Um, absolutely something definitely to keep an eye on and see where that comes from yeah it looks like FSG it feels right now and I, I think that it was announced this was such a while ago there's no real urge to sell but there's definitely a, a seeking of an investment but it's nice to get 
a rough idea of what the money we're looking at and also what percentage of the club that FSG are potentially looking to sell off in, in, in order to raise that investment and like say 10 to 15 percent of the club looks like it is on the market if somebody wants to get it if you're listening to this and you happen to have a spare 400 to 500 million quid first of all if you want to send some to me I'll take it secondly if you want to invest in Liverpool looks like the option's open for you as well just contact John Henry and I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll have the conversation with you right then Let's move on to story number two. This one comes from James Pierce of The Athletic. Steven Gerrard is set to become the manager of Al Effie. Let's go. Let's do that again. Al Etifak. Let's go with. I hope that's pronounced right. Um, Obviously, in Saudi Arabia, Gerard spoke. I think he was on Channel Four, wasn't he? A part of the England TV coverage, and was told that he'd kind of turned such a, an approach down. But it turns like something's changed his mind. I wonder what that could be. Uh, yeah, so James Pierce reports, um, Gerard initially turned down the offer after talking with the Saudis last month, but discussions resumed last week and senior figures at the club are now increasingly confident of securing his services. Um, so that's where we're at then. Now it's weird because... Um, most people have been talking about the Saudi League and the and the clubs that are owned by the Saudi Pro League or PIF. That's Al Itihad, Al Ali, Al Hilal, and Al Nasser. Now, obviously, Gerard's team, Al Etifak, is not one of those. They are based in the city of Damam, and then obviously they're not part of that of that um, of that quartet of clubs who are owned by the by the PIF. So maybe um, it might be difficult for Stephen to do particularly well over there, considering where um, all the funds may or may not lie. But obviously, Gerard left Aston Villa, didn't he? Um, after leaving Rangers, had a little bit of a break after he was um, after he was dismissed from Villa in October, and now he looks like he's gone his way back to Saudi Arabia. Now, obviously, I don't need to explain why Stephen Gerrard links to Liverpool, why he's on a Liverpool podcast, the obvious reasons. But in terms of his managerial career, it's an interesting step for, for Stephen. Um, first of all, I'm guessing the money is absurd. You would just you would just presume that is a thing. In terms of his managerial career, what what's his aim? Is he looking to get back into English football, British football? Is he just going to take this dough and then that'll do him? Is he decides it's not for him? Has he got ambitions to come back and manage Liverpool or you know another equally big Premier League club? I don't know, but it's a, if that is the case, you know that it's a it's a it's a it's a different path to take. Let's put it that way. I mean, he's going to a league where he's not at one of the. I mean, listen, who knows? He's not at one of the four clubs who've just been bought out by the public investment fund who are signing a lot of the players. Um, it might be difficult. I don't know how well he can do over there. Anyway, I don't know it will impact things either way. Will people care about it? Is he just keeping himself ticking over until a better opportunity comes available? Is he just going and taking the dough? Who knows? He's entitled to do that if he wants to, but yeah, find it interesting that yeah, after it looked like he wasn't on his way to Saudi Arabia after turning that deal down. Something's happened in the last week. Um, maybe a couple of extra zeros or something. I don't know. Maybe other opportunities weren't forthcoming for Stephen and he's decided to take it. So yeah, another reason, if you were planning to watch the Saudi Pro League, I don't know if you were or you weren't considering all the players they're signing, if you, maybe another reason to do so if you are in that way inclined, yeah, go and watch Stephen Gerrard's um, Al Etifak and you will uh, get a little bit of Stephen Gerrard loving in your life. And uh, listen, absolute legend of the football club. Hope he go, does the best he can do. I still, I still harbour dreams that he's a Liverpool manager one day, but he has to earn it. If it was the Steven Gerrard that managed Glasgow Rangers, I think I'd be like, Sam, that looks like a one. If it's the Steven Gerrard that managed Aston Villa, things did not go well. And the fact that his replacement came in and did excellent, excellent, excellent work in Unai Emery, then I don't think that's where um, 
Sean Stephen in great light to Eva. So yeah, hopefully he can go well, whatever he does. Get himself back over to England, manage, and then prove it be a successor. I would like him to be Liverpool manager, but he's got to be good enough in order to get that job. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right then, transfer time to end the show. Of course, it's transfer time. The window's open. Liverpool have signed Alexis McAllister. Liverpool have signed Dominic Sobersly. But obviously... The past is the past and everyone in the world is like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Well, according to Ben Jacobs, reporter extraordinaire, Romeo Lavia could indeed be next for the Reds. He tweeted out that Liverpool are seriously exploring a deal for Romeo Lavia. Southampton value him at £50 million, but Liverpool feel they could get him for a lower fee. Arsenal are also interested, but they are not advancing on any deal yet. He's on their radar. Chelsea have been linked, but they are completely focused on Moises Casado for now. Um, they're being told that £70 million plus add-ons is possible for that potential deal. Now, um, who knows? Fairly goes on to say, by the way, Casado is not expected to be sold for less than 100 million, but blah, 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 doing the Chelsea side of the report, and like Ben Jacobs usually does. But very interesting to see that Romeo Lavia is the hot name on the lips. I think Fabrizio Romano tweeted out, as he's inclined to do, not really an update, more of a, a holding pattern. He, he'll do that from time to time, Fabrizio. Um, way to keep the numbers engaged. Great social game for Fabrizio Romano. Great transfers. Um, he, he he already tweeted on June 26th that Liverpool have asked about a potential deal for him. Well, he tweeted again um, yesterday that Liverpool are still in the race for Romeo Lavia. Sorry, Liverpool are in the race for Romeo Lavia and have been since Monday. This has not changed despite Slobber, Sly and McAllister incoming deals. Liverpool remain very keen, sorry, Liverpool remain keen on signing Lavia. He is on their list with Taram. Arsenal is still very interested, but that depends if Thomas Partey leaves. He's echoing the same thing. Southampton want the £50 million fee. Um, it makes sense that Liverpool want a defensive-minded midfielder. I don't know how this links with the Kefir and Taram stuff. Do Liverpool is it an either-or? Are they keeping tabs on both? I can't imagine a world where Liverpool signed Lavia and Taram. I'd be shocked if that was the case. Um, maybe it's a case of Taram now, Lavia to keep an eye on. I don't know where we're at. My guess is that would be a risk because... I would doubt that Lavi is going to stay at Southampton this summer. I think he will get a move. I think he's too good to play championship football. The flip side, of course, £50 million for a teenager is a lot of money. Um, one who's only played a handbook 30-odd professional games. He's done well. He's had, he, he looks very, very promising. Of course, Man City have the option of buying him back in the summer um, of 2024 if he doesn't leave Southampton. But my guess is he does. But yeah, I... 
Once Liverpool signed Dom Sobersly, I Sobersly rather, I was I was thinking, does that end the Taram stuff or do Liverpool see Taram more as of a defensive mind? The player obviously he doesn't really do that at his current club niece, but he certainly can. Um and maybe it's one or the other of Lavia or Taram in terms of um a number six type signing. Now Liverpool, of course, have got Fabinho, they've got Stefan Bajetic, they've got Jordan Henderson who who can do that role as well. So maybe they do want a young player. I, I don't know. Like that's the interesting thing with Lavia, is that what does that mean for Stefan Bajetic? There's lots of um there's lots of questions that both of these transfers. I don't think either of them. I think with McAllister it was obvious where he fitted. As soon as the Soberslice stuff came about, it was like, yeah, I get it. Lavia and Taram, I, I at this point in time, Taram. Yeah, again, in the rotation with the guys we've mentioned earlier in terms of McAllister's and Sobosly's and Jones and Elliott and Thiago for those advanced positions. Lavia, you're thinking absolutely number six, battling with Bacchetta, Joe Henderson and Fabinho for whatever roles is there. Um, but again, yeah, given how much Liverpool really like Stefan Bacchetta, the Lavia stuff's interesting. Do they just think he's better? Do they want both of them? Fine by me. Listen, you can't go wrong with that one. There's obviously the case of the um, the squad rules on the non-homegrown players stuff. Now, having signed obviously Liverpool have got one space left in their start and in their in their squad for a non-homegrown player. They announced that they'd kept the Adrian, of course, over the weekend as well, which which took one of those slots up. The interesting thing, of course, with Lavia is that he's under 19, he's 19, so he wouldn't have to be included on that list. You can just register him as an under 21 player, and you're fine. So that's one benefit. If Liverpool are looking to sign a defender, perhaps further down the window. Then that's where Lavia potentially becomes an option because he doesn't have to be registered. He goes as an under twenty-one player, and you're absolutely fine. And there's a point. At, I think I'm right in saying there's a point in time where actually he will qualify as homegrown very, very shortly, given the time he spent in England as a teenager with Taram. If they sign Taram, he does count as a non-homegrown player, and then that means if Liverpool do sign a defender, which is absolutely possible, it could be an under twenty-one player, it could be a, an English, a British-based player. Levi Colwell's been his name's been linked, so I don't know. But the fact that you know there's a lot of report, there's a lot of news around Lavia. The Taram stuff was very, very loud. I put the quiet and down of that talk due to the fact that he was playing under 21 Euros with France. They've now been knocked out. They got beat quite heavily um, yesterday at time recording. They, they got they were they were they were three one losers in in a in a bit of a bit of a pace. And I think by by Ukraine, if, if truth be told, I think I, I didn't watch it live, but according to some reports, it could have been more. Um, so he's out he didn't last the full game either he got booked there was some reports in France after the game he were pretty scathing of his performance so that maybe now maybe it's, it, that will ramp up but the Lavia to ramp I just can't see it being both I can see it being potentially one of them but again time will tell on that one but um, yeah let, let's, let's wait and see because for it to be both, there would have to probably be a sale. Now, I've seen a lot of Thiago stuff online. Maybe they're going to let Thiago go. Well, selling Thiago to get Lavi and I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But um, is, 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 is Lavi ready to come in and play? Does he need a bit of time with development? Does he need to be a sub? Maybe, I, I don't know. It is worth definitely keeping an eye on. But it looks like, according to all the reports, he's very much in the mix. And we, I know they say, 
over on Redmen on all of our channels. We'll keep you updated if anything happens. Of course, we will. Um, speaking of the Redmen platform, just want to let you guys know of an offer code we've got on our subscription service, Redmen Plus. If you haven't signed up to Redmen Plus already, if you do so and use the code Bobby B O B B Y when you sign up as a yearly club captain, you'll get that twelve month subscription with fifty percent off. So yeah, half price for a year. That gets you the rest of the transfer window, all of next season, and the start of next summer's transfer window as well and you'll owe one payment 50% off you just pay it once you'll pay it today and then you won't have to worry about it for another 12 months so yeah if you want to get more content including Journal Insight which I recorded with Neil Jones today the Bias Transfer Podcast which is coming out on Monday as well as obviously the Roberto Firmino documentary all three episodes and all that boss stuff as well redmenplus.com use code bobby when you sign up as a club captain on a yearly subscription and you'll get it for half price i'm going to stop talking now tomorrow there will be another bite size podcast it will be the excellent dan club filling in of course he I say filling in just sitting in he isn't filling in he's equal he's brilliant so yeah check out tomorrow's bite size with dan and i'll see you all later bye tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.